Welcome to Aligned Attraction, the go-to intimacy podcast for powerful women. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Lee Noto, master intimacy coach and psychedelic therapist, and I help powerful women like you unleash your wild feminine power so you can create heart-throbbing love. Each week, you'll hear from me and other experts on love, sex, and relationships, and I'll also coach women like you to create the most delicious transformation in their love lives. You ready? Welcome back to another episode of The Way of the High Priestess. Today we're doing a sneak peek look inside the Become the High Priestess program, a program for powerful single women who are ready to create their power couple partnership. On today's call, we are exploring integrity in relationships, what integrity means and how we know we're living in alignment with it when it comes to romantic partnership. So plug your AirPods or your headphones in and let's dive into this episode. Today, we're going to be talking about integrity. And when we're talking about this concept of integrity, we're looking at it through the lens of what integrity looks like as we show up in relationship, relationship with ourself and relationship, romantic partnership. And of course, this stems to all of our relationships, familial, friends, um, but we're looking specifically through the lens of relationship with ourself and romantic partners. So um, when, when I say the word integrity, go ahead and just type in the chat what comes up for you when you hear the word integrity. And it it's okay if that, you know, if you have a negative association to integrity, if you have a positive association, if you don't really know what it means, that's okay too. But just go ahead and, and type into the chat what comes up with you when you hear the word integrity. So I'm seeing honesty, actions aligning with words, being true to self, keeping your word, someone doing what they say they'll do, alignment with the values, honesty and alignment, yeah. Keeping promises to yourself and others, alignment, high standards and value, acting out what you say, or words and actions align. Okay, yep, standing in your values when no one's watching, mm-hmm. not just preaching. Yeah, like walking the talk. Okay, so everyone has a pretty good sense of what integrity, how we define the word conceptually. And a part of integrity that I want to talk about here, in addition to being a woman of your word and acting in alignment with your values, is integrity as a state of wholeness. So when something has, when a structure has integrity, it has all the pieces it needs to be a sound structure. And when we're talking about this sense of integrity within ourselves, we can think of it as alignment, what feels aligned for us. And what, what brings us back to our internal state of wholeness. And of course, this is subjective. So we're going to get a sense here today for what integrity feels like for you. So we want to take the conceptual concept from the intellect into the body. So what does integrity feel like for you? So go ahead and and reflect on that for a moment. And if you have a journal in front of you, I invite you to write that down. We're going to be doing a lot of journaling in the second part of the call. When you are in integrity with yourself, 
What does that feel like in your body? And you can also feel free to jot down what not being in integrity feels like in your body. And if you can, if it's available to you, just given where you're at right now, if you, even if it means closing your eyes, see if you can recreate that feeling state of integrity in your body. Is that something you can pull up right now? And you can even recall a time in which you felt integrous within yourself. And just go ahead and take a snapshot of where that comes up for you. You may notice what your posture is like. You may notice if you're feeling any particular sensations in the body when you recall yourself being in integrity with yourself. Whatever sensory experience is coming up for you right now is perfect. I invite you to engage whatever senses are there. And imagine that you could drop a GPS pin here, like we're on Google Maps inside your body right now, and you're relating back to this felt sense of integrity inside of you. And you're imagining dropping a pin, we'll call it home. And just like on Google Maps, when you type in a destination, it'll bring you there reliably. This is a place that you can come back to anytime. This sense of integrity within yourself, this feeling of wholeness, of alignment. And just trust that in my saying that you're dropping a pin here, that you're gonna remember this place. There's nothing you need to do. There's no notes you need to take. You have already a felt sense of what integrity inside of your body feels like, and you're good. And you can go ahead and just bring any movement back into your body. You can give yourself a little hug. It's like, yeah, integrity feels good. You can take any movement you need. Okay. So notice that integrity is not the state of being is not always a doing. Now we may do something that feels in integrity. We may actually do something. And there's also for some of us, a softness and a gentleness associated with it. A sense of clarity, a sense of confidence and unthinking. It's, it's not always an intellectual process. So I wanna just point out that you have, you know, if you were able to recall and bring that feeling back up, you already have a, a, 
a bodily memory of what this feels like. Now, presumably when we're stepping into our relationships and when we're navigating our relationships, we want to do so with integrity. We want to do so in a way that feels aligned for us with our values, that feels aligned with getting our needs met, with honoring our boundaries, with honoring the needs and boundaries of our partners. That, that's when we show up with integrity. And again, it's, it's much less about the doing and more about how we're showing up. There can be a gentleness and a softness to showing up with integrity. So uh, let's switch gears because we're going to apply integrity to what we're going to open up today. Go ahead and jot down what has been that you're aware of, what has been your prevailing thought or pattern that you have noticed when it comes to intimacy. And this is the, you know, you may know a few of your patterns, but what is the prevailing pattern when it comes to intimacy that you've noticed in yourself, whether you're in relationship or not? And if anyone's not aware of their prevailing thought or pattern, feel free, you can raise your hand. Um, but it seems like everyone's pretty aware I, of, of what comes up for them when we get into the realm of intimacy. Wherever your pattern's at, and we'll have a, a chance to talk about that, the distinction we're going to make here today with integrity is that integrity, a part of the nature of integrity is sometimes we're, we don't have integrity. Sometimes we Sometimes we need to restore integrity. That is the nature of integrity. Just like sometimes the nature of boundaries is that they get crossed. Boundaries wouldn't be what they are if they didn't get crossed sometimes or if we didn't cross boundaries sometimes. That is a part of the wholeness of the concept of boundaries. With integrity, a part of this idea that we're exploring is that sometimes we're out of integrity. That's how we know what integrity is, is sometimes we do the opposite and we get the relative experience through contrast. So what we're looking at today, which is a part of a continuation of last week's discussion, is what's the difference between integrity and shame or avoidance or any of the other things that we have felt? Because there's a difference between recognizing we're out of integrity and saying, okay, I'm aware that was out of integrity for me. That didn't feel aligned for me. And, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I should be ashamed of myself. I, I'm so bad. I'm wrong. And maybe that's not the conscious dialogue that's going on in our heads. But somewhere underneath the layers, when we go into that place of shutdown, there's typically shame or guilt. So what we're doing in this part of our journey is we are learning how to discern between being out of integrity and taking on shame. This is going to be one of the things that will blow things open for you as you get an embodied experience of what this is like, because you will be out of integrity in your life. This is the human experience. You're not going to follow the path perfectly. And what do we do when we feel out of integrity with a partner? What do we do when we feel out of integrity with you know, the last person we slept with because it didn't feel like a fit for us or with the way we close our hearts to someone or the way we projected our anger at someone. When something feels out of integrity, how do we reconcile that within ourselves? And how do we show up from a place of radical personal responsibility that allows us to show up as 
sovereign women in partnership. So I'm going to share with you um, sort of like this, this, the four steps to looking at this, and then we're going to workshop it with one of our out of integrity areas in relationships. So when we're looking at restoring integrity, the first thing we're looking at is awareness. And I'm just going to, I'll type this in the chat. Awareness. We cannot restore integrity if we're not aware that we're out of integrity. So how are we bringing an objective, compassionate awareness to the place that feels out of integrity? So if you recall a time when you personally felt that you were out of integrity with something, recall what that felt like in your body. So, and and I, I invite you to do this right now. Recall a time when you felt like, ugh, that was off. Ooh, did not, did not mean to do that. Fuck that one up. You know, whatever the thought is. And recall what happened in your body. So I ask this and I, I invite you really to go into the physical experience of it if it feels safe for you right now, because what we're doing is we're starting to create embodied awareness. We create embodied awareness around what integrity feels like in the body so that we have a physical felt sense of what that's like. So when it comes up again, we're like, oh, this is integrity. Yeah. Okay. Got it. It's not just an intellectual concept. This is an experience that we're having in the body. And likewise, what sensations arise when you feel out of integrity? it's important to know what actually happens in your body. Typically we have very similar embodied experiences over and over again. For me, it's a tightening in the chest. My posture shrinks down and I'm like, oh, fuck. The word fuck always comes up just naturally. And I, I make myself small physically. And my voice changes, my tone changes, my pitch changes. I, I start to speak lower. My, my pitch becomes a little higher. And so it's, it's important to know these embodied experiences for you, not, not to fix them, but to say, okay, here's where I'm at right now. We're creating awareness because inevitably in relationship, there are going to be times when you run into a rough patch where conflict comes up or where something feels out of integrity for you or for your partner. And it's important that we have a, a constructive and meaningful way to navigate that without piling on the shame. Shame is, is the antithesis of progress in intimacy, of, of intimacy. Because what happens with shame is it, it creates a separation in the relational space when there is shame. So we, we tend to move further away from our partners when we are shaming ourselves versus when we're like, okay, you know what? This felt out of integrity for me. How can I take responsibility and own up to what's mine here? And I know that I'm out of integrity because I'm getting this lump in my throat again. I'm making myself small. I'm feeling the shame. Okay, now how do I work with myself through this? So awareness is the first step. The second step is acknowledging what happened. So acknowledgement. 
acknowledgement is a little further than awareness because it's like, okay, this is what's happening for me right now. Here I am. I'm feeling the shame and I see myself, I'm piling it on. I'm telling myself I'm such a shitty partner or I'm never going to get a partner or whatever the narrative is. And we acknowledge it. There's just the way you'd pass someone on the street and you'd say, hello, you acknowledge them. We're acknowledging the experience. There's no like good, bad, right, or wrong. We're just being with what is. So that's acknowledgement. And acknowledgement is, is, you know, seeing what's there. And then we can, we can go into acceptance. And, you know, these, some of these terms are synonymous, but there are little nuances along the way between awareness, then you acknowledge, okay, this is your acceptance. Okay, this is how it is for me right now. I feel ashamed of myself. I feel fucking angry. Whatever it is. And then we go into restoration. So this is when restoration. This is when we can, we've gone through the process. And what I'm saying right now is intellectual. We're going to go through this process this week. This is a part of the home play is restoring integrity within ourselves and, and being with the discomfort that comes up when we feel out of integrity. We're trying to build our containers and our emotional capacity to be with what's there for us. And sometimes shame or guilt or anger or sadness is going to be there. How do we create the, the inner strength and wisdom to say, okay, I'm going to be here with this right now. So when we go into restoration, this is when we've accepted what is here and we can restore integrity. Restoring integrity is way different than profusely apologizing for your own existence, which is what we tend to do when we feel shame. Like, oh my, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I did that. It'll never happen again. I promise. We, we proclaim these things to ourselves and we do it to others. Like, I'm never going to do this again. I can't believe I did that. Oh, what does this mean for me? What does this mean for who I am? We make everything very existential and very crisis-like. And when we can step back from the narrative that we put onto ourselves of how bad we are, the fact that we're a bad girl or we're not good enough and all that's welcome, then we can say, okay, here I am. I am aware I was out of integrity because I have this lump in my throat. And that's what being out of integrity feels like for me. So it's not just a concept, it's an embodied experience. And now I can acknowledge, I can acknowledge where I'm at right now and I can accept, okay, I see that I'm, I'm going into this coping mechanism. I can see that I'm reaching for my phone for the distraction. I can see I'm going to go open the fridge because I don't want to deal with this, this discomfort. I'm going to eat something instead. We're not at this point, trying to fix or change anything, we're becoming aware. And then we can go to restore integrity. Sometimes restoring integrity is with ourselves. Sometimes it has nothing to do with anybody else. And then sometimes it does. When we restore integrity, we are acknowledging the objective facts of what happened and the impact of that. So Say, for example, I'm with my partner, Ani, and I project my anger onto him. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I did that again. I projected my anger. And now he's angry and sad and pissed off. I need to, I want to go restore integrity. 
so I will say, hey, I, I want to acknowledge what happened. And I'm going to recount the objective facts. What happened just now is I projected my anger onto you when you made a simple request of me. And the impact that I'm seeing of that behavior is that it created shutdown for you. It created anger for you. And it created separation between us. Is there anything I'm missing in sharing the impact? Because there might be something I'm missing. And he's like, well, yeah, I'm going to tell you about these other three things of how this impacted me. And sometimes we're having this narrative with ourself. And what this narrative is devoid of, or you know, what we are stepping into is separating the shame out. And so when we're looking at our, our prevailing pattern when it comes to intimacy, can we go through these, these four steps knowing that it's not always linear and sequential? We can hop around. This is just a benchmark, a guide. Can we look at our prevailing pattern and say, okay, I see, here's my prevailing pattern. I find uh, a suitor and I reel them in and then I push them away. And that's what I've done with every partner. Or can you look at your prevailing pattern and see what's there and go through the felt sense experience to restore integrity with yourself? And again, it doesn't mean you did anything wrong by showing up in this pattern. We're not going to go into the deep psychology of attachment styles and childhood trauma And can we just be here right now to be in integrity with ourselves? We don't have to do the psychoanalyzing. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you liked what you heard, please leave a five-star review and subscribe to the show. And spread the love by sharing this episode out on social media and to all the powerful women in your life. And if you're ready to play full out and create heart-throbbing love, Hop on over to my website to see all the juicy ways you can do just that. www.leenoto.com Fellow wild woman, I appreciate you. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and all the good vibes.